This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. This week's podcast features an extract from our weekly radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. Hello and good afternoon. It's Thursday, so it must be time for Let's Talk Wellbeing. The sun is shining and we are here to unpack all things wellbeing this afternoon. Um, I'm here with Claire. Hi. (laughs) How are you today, Claire? I'm good. Hot. Hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. Not complaining. We should really be doing tips for saying cool, shouldn't we? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think we might run out of those, though. We might, yeah, I know. Just stay inside, shut your curtains. I don't know. But I don't know. I think there's safe ways to enjoy the sunshine. Later on in the evening is better. I found myself uh, last night doing some late-night gardening when it was a lot cooler. Ah, that's a good idea. Digging yeah. my hands in the soil, it was very good for my uh, for my mind. That sounds really good, yeah. So it's sort of like, it's cooler, your mind's active doing something nature-wise. That's always a good idea to do things like that, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it was a bit impromptu as well, so it wasn't planned. It was just, I thought, oh, that needs doing. And then kind of one thing led to another, and uh, and there I was, sort of, and all of a sudden I realised it was going dark. <laughs> <laughs> Put my sparkly lights on. So, yeah, I kind of had gave myself a nice little... Uh, yeah, mindful, mindful late night gardening. Yeah, that was quite lovely. So we're here with you this afternoon and we're going to be um, having our discussion hour coming up um, from one o'clock where we're going to be continuing with our emotional wealth series. Um, so we've been really enjoying digging into those episodes, I think. So lots of juicy kind of conversation coming up in the second hour with that. In this first hour, Claire and I are here in the studio. We're back in live after a little break. And um, we're going to be just talking about all things emotions, you know, because our emotions are good things. Even the ones that we maybe think, you know, we don't really want, or they're a bit inconvenient, yeah. or they feel a bit rubbish, um, you know, especially when we're experiencing them in the moment. But actually, what we're here to do with this show, really, and with all of our work, is to help people get on board with their emotions, and to own them, but also to learn how to regulate them. So there's all kinds of things to do with our emotions that we're just going to be kind of having a nice little chat about this afternoon in this first hour. So if you've got any questions about managing emotions, if you kind of find this a bit of a tricky subject, you get a bit stuck, 
you can email the studio, put your question to us. And the email address is studio at hcr923fm.com. Um, or you can send us a text. So start your message with HCR. You will be charged at your standard network rate, of course. And the number to text is 60066. So we'd love to hear from you on this bright, sunny day. Any questions that you have or any tips that you have for managing your emotions, regulating your emotions, or for staying cool in the heat. <laughs> <laughs> so Claire... I'm going to come over to you if that's all right, of and just sort of. So when I say the word kind of emotions to you, yes, what's the first thing that comes into your mind at this point in time? Um, usually, and I have to say, still does. The first thing that comes into my mind is I can't control them. It's like overwhelm. Yeah. Yes, that is the first thing that always pops into my mind when it comes to emotions, only because I've been brought up being told I am too emotional. So uh, I'm, I'm so I've sort of took that on board, even though I'm still trying to get rid of that, because as we know, there is no such thing as being too emotional. But it's been told to me that often that it's still a headspace I go to automatically as soon as we talk about emotions. Yeah, I, I relate to that, actually. And it's interesting, this idea of someone being too, too much of something. Mm. Because what we know to be true is that actually your feelings are data, your emotions are data, they're giving you important information. So actually telling you something. And another thing we talk about a lot on the show and on our podcast as well is about, you know, who sets the measure for what is too emotional, you know, or too sort of, um, I don't know, too much, too sensitive because that's the other thing that comes up as well. But actually, what we know is that there is no measure. It's just, you know, you feel how you feel. And that is giving you information. So if anybody else has been told, out there has been told, that they get a bit too emotional, what we know is that actually that's really that other person's stuff. They're kind of letting you know that, your feelings are a little bit difficult for them to understand or maybe a bit inconvenient. Um, But really, it's not for someone else to tell you that you're too emotional. You're feeling exactly how you're feeling. One of the things that I think about emotions is that I sort of feel like when I hear the word emotions, I think of this word uh, sort of like a roller coaster where I'm kind of up, I'm down, I'm all round, I'm kind of upside down. In some cases, a little bit upside down and back to front, a little bit all over the place. Um, Not really sure what direction I'm facing, maybe sometimes. Um, And one of the things that we like to talk about at 3B and, and something that we do a lot of work with when we work with our coaching clients and with groups is to help people work through their emotions, manage their emotions, regulate their emotions, which are all interesting words. We'll we'll unpack some of that shortly. But to do it in such a way that you are not acting from your emotion. Okay? Because I think what can happen with us, with our emotions, is that we kind of get caught up in a moment and then we're off down a particular path. And then we're sort of, that overwhelm is sort of all around us. 
or you know that that particular strength of emotion it's like a wave isn't it that comes and it can hit you sometimes and we get carried away with it and what we don't really get taught is what to do about that stuff you know how to manage that stuff how we can be okay with all that stuff so this is, these are the kinds of things that we want to kind of talk about on the show. And these are the kinds of things that Claire and I do a lot of work with, with our coaching clients and when we're working in groups. So yeah, for me, when I hear the word emotions, I kind of visualize like a roller coaster. You've kind of got the highs, the lows, the all, yeah. And I, I really kind of thinking about it, it's sort of sometimes I don't know which way I'm facing don't know whether I'm upside down or back to front or, you know, it's kind of, you can lose yourself. Within your emotions itself. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think that's the big thing. And I think that's why people have, I don't know, I, I don't want to say difficulty, but actually that's the only word I can think of right now. I think that's why people have difficulties with emo- emotions because they don't know which way they're the facing you know it is all sort of up in the air and it feels like that emotion is all over you it's it's so massive and it's that feeling and you will either get people going you know you're you're taking this all out of proportion or you'll get people who are going oh well you're just being too emotional you'll you'll get people saying all sorts of things back to you and I think what the key thing is is to just remember that there should be no judgment going on you're feeling what you're feeling so whether that's heightened at that point in time there's nothing wrong with that but it's what it is about is maybe trying not to act on it so trying to sit with it or be with it and not try to do anything with it for now especially if you're in a space where you can't do that you know if you're on your own or you're with people who you're very confident will support you and be with you and just listen and not pass judgment then obviously you can deal with it then but I think very often I know it's happened with me I know it's happened with people I've spoken to the emotion is this overriding thing and we act from that emotion rather than maybe how we want to act or without understanding what that emotion's all about to start off with. Yeah, I think I think lots of people can relate to that. I think, I don't know, I think people kind of fall into different camps, don't they? You've got people that kind of don't really express emotion or they, they're kind of, they're, they're, they're maybe the people that don't understand <laughs> those of us that are a little bit more kind of finely tuned to this stuff but that's just it takes all sorts to make a world you know and everybody's different and everybody's individual you know and I think we're all on some sort of spectrum when it comes to our emotions definitely um and I think you can change in your life as well I think you can become you know there are certain things that will happen to you in your life that maybe make you feel things more deeply you know I mean, stress is a big one. Mm. If you're under stress for whatever reason, what that is going to do is that's going to impact on your emotion and the amount of feeling that that gives you to the point where it might be what other people seem as irrational or anything like that. I think that's that's quite key, really, because those people that you're talking about who maybe don't show emotion, they probably do, 
but in a different way yeah. or in um, behind closed doors when they're on their own or actually maybe they're just pushing that emotion away all the time and that is really, really not good for our mental well-being. That can start to damage us and start to bring about mental health issues. But I think there's also that so when we're stressed or when we're when we don't have good mental health, actually our emotions feel so much more because that's the whole point. We're in a feeling state. We are feeling human beings. Yeah. So it's going to be impacted. It's going to be heightened at that point in time. And, you know, this is why people, unfortunately, take their lives. You know, it's horrendous. But people take their lives because of their emotions. And they get into this state where they just, they can't see a way out. And that's the overriding thing with them. And this is why I just think us as a society need to offer a shoulder more often we need to be able to be there so that we're not condemning people who are having emotions that may maybe do seem out of character or character towards or a bit overboard or anything like that rather than standing in judgment it's a cry for help and if that person was actually crying for help with a broken leg would you go oh come on it's not that bad well, you wouldn't, would you? So no. why is it okay to do it? And there's people out there that, you know, I've had I've had ex-friends who, it's all right when they're going through it, mm-hmm. but as soon as I'm going through it, oh no, it's too much. You know, you've got you've to pull yourself together and things like that. And it's like, actually, no. And I just think that should never be said to anybody. You don't know what people are going through. Those emotions, our emotions are heightened at various stages yeah so it, it could be more so throughout our life like I say when we're stressed or anything like that it's really important though as well that we look at our emotions because actually what can also make them heightened is because we've not dealt with them because we've tried to escape them or you know push them back and that can bring that about and then that's when it's it's di- more difficult to deal with yeah I think we expect ourselves to be on this sort of even keel, don't we, on this? And I think that's our expectation of life, that, oh, well, I'll get these things sorted and then, you know, I'll check all these boxes off and then, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be grand. And, and what nobody sort of tells you, if you like, <laughs> is that it might be a roller coaster. You might be mm-hmm. overwhelmed at times. You might suddenly start to feel things really deeply. It might be that, you know, kind of you get stressed and you know you're being challenged in some way and that actually that's going to make everything heightened and i think this is why for me it's so important to to spend time with ourselves and to get to know ourselves and to understand what's happening within ourselves and to not feel as though you're doing something wrong mm-hmm. because like you say it's also not about judging yourself isn't it you know when we're talking about that judgment stuff so that yeah. you know there's enough people out there that are going to do it for you yeah don't add to that yeah you know by by sort of judging yourself and 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 that's how you can start to help yourself just from that you know kind of switching it up Mm. and kind of thinking you know if this were my best friend you know if this were a loved one a family member um how would I want to kind of be with them you know I'd, I'd give them some space I'd listen I'd sort of you know I'd, I'd have empathy sympathy mm. 
Um, and that's that's the difficult thing sometimes, I think, isn't it? What we do is we sort of like, we might even tell ourselves to pull ourselves together. Yeah. You know, and I think this is why it is so important to get to know ourselves because I think, you know, I've heard you say this phrase, Claire, where you'll say, um, well, I had a word with myself, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> and that's okay, yeah. you know, because sometimes, you know, I have lots of words with myself, you know, <laughs> on a regular basis. But it's about knowing the difference, isn't it, between that kind of healthy sort of, oh, come on, Sue, what are you doing, you know? Yes. <laughs> sort of self-talk, if you like, versus you've gone into kind of like a judgment mode or something like that. And, and that's, I suppose that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying getting to know yourself and being with yourself. This isn't something that's going to happen overnight. Mm. It's a lifetime. Oh, yeah. I mean, very often we hear people going you know I need to be myself but I don't know who I am mm. well no you won't because that's the whole point this is a journey our life is a journey of self-discovery you know oh, I like that <laughs> we're not going to know ourselves you know it's about finding little bits out each time and it's funny what you're saying there because hopefully you won't mind me sharing this but very often when we're working together you know we've had it in the past where you're emotional and I'll go and you'll go I don't know I don't know what's going on with me today and it this exactly the same's happened with me and I brought it to you and I'm just like I don't know what's the matter with me today and what we're very good at doing as human beings is go well I need to know and I need to know it now and it's like okay well we don't know and that's okay and it's a suspend that judgment again and like you were just saying, offer yourself a little bit of kindness. So, yes, I do use that word. Yeah, I'm going to give myself a bit of a word. I've had a word with myself. But as long as you're being kind as well. Yeah. So there, there is a difference with that. And I think when I'm, when I'm talking about having a word with myself, it's because I'm talking myself into something else, into feeling, yeah. you know, looking at something different, feeling it in a different way, that kind of thing. Not yet great at always being okay when I'm not okay. And that is what I'm working on. But it's like, if you're not okay, I'm I'm absolutely fine with that. Do you know what I mean? So yes. I give you all of that I, and I allow that for you, but I don't allow it for myself. So what you were saying there about, you know, what would you do for your best friend? And it is really important. I think I, we're just really lucky we get to bounce off each other. In. Absolutely you know, share when and go, I don't know why I'm all right like this today or whatever. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that's all right. Then we don't need to. And I get a voice of reason back and I get a voice of understanding rather than judgment. But with our, our own head space, yes, is that word a kind word? Is it a helpful word or is it a judgment word? Yeah, definitely. It's almost like I sort of imagine, and this is just for me, um, but it might work for others, I don't know. It's almost like, you know, a little flow chart. You know, it's kind of like, okay, what am I saying here? You know, is this a kind word? Yes, no. You know, if you've gone down the no, but kind of like, okay, how can I change it? You know. I like that. So it's kind of, that's a bit of a visual, a visual aid. You could even kind of write that out or print it out and kind of have a little... Right, I'm just going to reach for my flow chart. <laughs> see where, see, you know, because you do, you go down to passageways, don't you? And you take roots with your thoughts. Yeah. And we know you are not your thoughts. You mm. know, the thoughts are happening, they're mm. taking place. 
you can be in charge of the route that that takes sometimes can't you you know you can kind of steer it in another direction it's not we're not saying that any of this is easy no because those neural pathways are already set Mm. so it's about changing that it's about breaking that neural pathway so rather than one thing so as soon as you said that if you go no automatically in my head I went well that's stupid isn't it why have you gone to no right okay well you've been so again, I'm beating myself up. Yeah, yeah, you're questioning it, aren't yeah, you? It's I'm kind of like you want to sabotage. Yeah, sabotaging yeah. the flowchart. <laughs> <laughs> that that's probably because I don't really like flowcharts. Fair <laughs> enough. So it would be a different thing that works. It for would you. be different for me, but it works for you, and that, it, that that's the whole point, isn't it? Yeah. If you get to that and you don't beat yourself up, I would. I'd be like, no, well, you've done that wrong, haven't you? And then I would start on that. So it's whatever supports you to change those habits of what goes on in your brain when one thing lights to another to another kind of thing. I think this is it. And I think we underestimate all the stuff that's going on beneath the surface and in our minds, deep within our unconscious, all the things that are kind of, you know, we're learning a lot more now about the link between mind and body. We're actually one, it's one thing, one vessel. Um, So things are going to show up physically in terms of what we're feeling, you know, deep-rooted emotions, trauma, all those kinds of things. So I think we can't can't really underestimate. So actually to say, oh, you're being too emotional, we're not being emotional enough, you know. <laughs> but actually that is very true. We're not being emotional enough. And I think those people who do say you're too emotional or you've, you know, whatever, they're the ones who aren't, accepting those emotions aren't accepting those feelings and letting them come more so because i mean we always hear it you project what's going on within you yeah so it's sort of like we need we need to acknowledge and feel those emotions because yeah there's some emotions we probably don't want to feel um more or heightened and then you know everybody wants happiness that's all you hear it's like well i want to be happy and Okay, but there's other emotions that will help you with that kind of feeling anyway. Yeah. But all of the emotions, like you say, they give us information. They're really important because they're telling us things. But I think it's about dealing with it in a really healthy way. And I think that's what is really important for us to do. So it is to acknowledge that we have emotions and deal with them in a really helpful way productive way that supports us and that could be supports us to express our emotions to others let other people express them to us or actually just dealing with them ourselves any of that yeah I think there's and there's lots of kind of ways that we can approach this isn't there and there's so many kind of like tips and you know um, ways to do it but I think something you said before is really important it's about finding what works for you and something might work for you on one day that doesn't work on another. Yeah. And that's that's something else that you'll learn, you know, when you're kind of getting to know yourself and being with yourself. And, and I think it's that, it's hard. This stuff's not, not easy at all, no. but it's it's so worthwhile. And I think the more that you kind of step in, into that path and the more that you kind of become more accepting of, of where that's going to take you and what you're going to discover the easier it does become or maybe it's not about it being easier maybe it's just about 
it becomes part of who you are. You know, you're on that journey of self-discovery and you're okay with the discovery part. Mm. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I think that's key because it's like when we talk about the comparison game, we always call it the comparison yeah, game yeah. and nobody ever wins the comparison nope. game. Nope. And it's like, well, it's like that when, when you look at others, um, we've had guests in who talk about this as well. Mm. You know, when you take on board other people's opinions of you and you know try to live by other people to make other people happy um you know to to make sure that you're living for them kind of thing that isn't healthy and it's not good so i think when we talk about dealing with our emotions and it's not going to be easy i think what we will find though is if we work on it and each emotion is going to be different. We're going to, we need to work on each emotion as it comes up and figure out where that's coming from. What you'll start to do is live for you. That doesn't mean you're not going to be a people pleaser. It doesn't mean to say you're not going to help others. What it does mean is you're living your life, you're the three Bs, you're being yourself, you're living for you uh, because other people are always going to stand in judgment. There is always going to be somebody who will put you down. There is always going to be that. So why listen to it? This is about supporting ourselves. And I think once we learn to start to think differently, to understand our emotions, to understand what they're giving us, I think what we will find is we're less stressed about it. Yeah. So actually, you know, it might be difficult, but it will give us so much back because we'll find a bit more peace, you know, because we're accepting of ourselves we're accepting oh, this is an emo- this is what's coming up for me today and we will deal with it in a healthy way mm. rather than a destructive way or rather than a judgmental way and that's the real key with this it that, becomes less stressful it does i like that it's what it's making me kind of realize in my own journey is that what you're describing actually is a familiarity and I think it's that, isn't it? It's always fear of the unknown. Yeah. We don't like that, do we? You know, we kind of, we push that away. We kind of, we want we want things that are familiar, things that are comfortable. Mm. That's just our, how we're wired, really, yeah. isn't it? And so, the, but it's like anything new, when you, you're starting out, it, it will be a little bit uncomfortable. It will feel unfamiliar. But the more that you start to spend time with yourself, ask those questions of yourself, slow down. Mm. Instead of trying to rush to the next bit to feel, I want to get to the good part. Yes. You know, I want to miss out all this rubbish and I want to get to the good part. But actually, there's such a lot of learning in the rubbish bit. There really is. <laughs> That's where, we, you know, if we can learn to sort of sit with that. And I think one of the things that I've learned to do is to just remind myself it'll pass. It'll yeah. pass. You know, and, and thinking about. You know, that, that kind of idea of this, this flat, linear sort of, you know, once I've kind of got rid of that image out of my mind and that expectation, mm. and if I'm almost accepting and expecting that things will be up, things will be down, things will be upside down and back to front, and I think then I'm okay with that yeah. because I know it won't be like that forever, even, when, even in those moments when it feels like it will. Yes. And I think that's... That's a kind of, for me, I know that was a big kind of game changer. Mm. That was like a real kind of light bulb being switched on in my mind. Yeah. Of, 
Ah. So, and then it's kind of like, okay, I can walk through this door now. And now I'm in a whole different space. And this space now starts to feel familiar, you know. So, yeah, it's, you know, and, and we're here to kind of support you all with that. You know, we, we, we want to kind of hear from you. You can connect with us on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of several days a week, we share healthy tips and, you know, inspirational little sayings and quotes just to try and kind of, you know, lift your mood, boost your spirit and also help you to see how you can be okay with your emotions and how you can sit with your emotions. So you can connect with us on Facebook and on Instagram at 3B Wellbeing and we'd love to sort of um, hear from you there. So we're here talking about emotion regulation, emotion management, if you like, being with our emotions, being okay. And, you know, we appreciate here at 3B that, you know, this stuff doesn't come easily. We appreciate that it takes practice, but that what we practice becomes familiar and we can start to kind of own that and shape that mold it into something that's that's going to work for us and I think that's the thing with our emotions isn't it Claire it's about working with them rather than acting from them yes I think very much so but big caveat don't beat yourself up if you act from them yes because if you've got true friends they will let you do that and they will understand that that's not who you are that you're just in a difficult time yeah and I mean, and we, we've got lots of techniques and tools and tips and things that we use. Our emotional wealth program kind of takes you through a whole series yeah. of, of sort of ways to be and learning to be with yourself and learning to kind of tap into your emotions and work with them. Um, but there are, there are lots of different ways that you can, you can start to kind of think differently about this stuff. And I think, you know, as coaches, we're really fond of questions, aren't we? We always are, yes. Questions ignite the mind. So when you're feeling stuck, asking a question can kind of take you into a whole new realm of possibility. So thinking about that for a minute, it's sort of like, what is it that I'm feeling right now? And you might have labelled it as something, mightn't you? Because we do that, don't we? Again, our neurons kind of fire and go, oh, this is familiar, or this this plus this equals this. And that's what you've decided. But actually, it's good to kind of dig a little deeper, isn't it? And maybe ask, am I really feeling that? Is that really the word that I would use to describe it? Do you get where I'm coming from with this? I do. I I think, well, and I know we've talked about it on a previous um, show, that, you know, sometimes we can think we're angry and actually Mm. we're not angry. We're frustrated and... I think very often we don't have the vocabulary because we're not brought up on emotions. So we have like a handful of words for emotions, but actually, you know, is anger always anger? Is there other things involved within that? So I think for me, that's what you were saying. It's sort of like, okay, it, you might think, oh, I'm feeling angry right now. Well, actually, no, I'm not. I'm feeling hungry now, you know, and there's that. We always say that. You're very good at being hangry. It's definitely me. Definitely. I can't function if I'm hungry. Yeah. 
Guilty. But it's, <laughs> it happens, doesn't it? Whereas I'm, I don't know if... The, is there a word for when you're really, really hot? Because <laughs> this is really helpful right now. When you're really, really hot and you get frustrated. Um, so, yeah. He straighted. He straighted or something like that. <laughs> I like that. Because <laughs> things can set you off in a, in a set, certain way as well. But yes, I think we can widen our vocabulary or we take it as one thing and we know from coaching. People come with a, this is what I want to talk about. And actually, even just after the first session, it's not that. It's something much deeper mm. rooted than that is. Yeah, it is helpful to sit and ask yourself those questions. What am I feeling just right now? I loved what you were saying there about vocabulary because it's making me think that, you know how kind of children learn, we learn vocabulary, don't we? We learn spelling yeah. at a very young age. Maybe we need to have a whole emotion vocabulary. Oh, I, I think we should. I, I, that's what I want to champion. I want us to do that. I want us to have, you know, emotions that we teach our children and that we teach them that they're all okay to have because actually they can support you in something, but it's how you mm. act from them. Yeah, because that frustration or that anger or whatever it happens to be that you're mentioning there, that's information, that's data. So then it's about, oh, where's that coming from? What's that about? Mm. Is that to do with something that I feel, you know, I feel like I should be doing better at or that I feel that actually I'd quite like to be able to do this and I can't or is it taking us back to something that you know it reminds us of a, a kind of a feeling from before mm. even from way in our past mm. maybe something unresolved that we haven't dealt with and I think that's the thing with emotions you know so when people are throwing about this phrase about you know oh you're being too emotional or you're being too sensitive Really, maybe our response should be thank you. You know, I'm a highly complex, kind of deep-feeling human being. It's so, lovely that you've noticed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there you go. There's, you can all have that for free, folks. There's a nice response <laughs> that you can come back with. But it's true, though, isn't it? It's mm. kind of, it's, you know, like we were saying before about celebrating emotions. You know, we, we think about intelligence as being kind of IQ, academic achievement, you know, we talk a lot about the human brain in terms of thought and thinking, mm. you know, rationale. But we're feeling, mm. you know, kind of human beings as well. Yeah. And it's almost like all that stuff's got kind of bypassed, hasn't it? But I do feel we are moving into a new age. I think this is kind of like a real stage in, in evolution, for human beings for me you know kind of thinking about how we look at sort of you know the neuro neurodiversity we're looking at kind of how our neurons work within our mind we're looking at kind of you know how our brain works we're looking at how that connects with other parts of our body heart you know mm. feelings sort of I don't know there's just I mean I'm not a as you can tell I'm not a scientist <laughs> not a neuroscientist um, much as I would, you know, love to be kind of smart enough to understand that stuff. But I think it's it's about kind of taking from it what you need, isn't it? Mm. And being able to kind of think, oh, no, that, that helps me. That works for me. I'm going to use that and um, pop that in my toolkit. Um, yeah, I think going back to what we were saying before about this idea of questions, I think that's a really useful, practical thing that we can do. So 
yeah, starting to kind of question, question the emotion. Mm. And like you were saying, kind of what is it really? Yeah. And broadening our emotional vocabulary. I think that's the start. Mm. That can only be the start. Because until we start to question, okay, well, what, what is going on with me? What, what is it I'm feeling right now? Then we're not going to deal with it. We're not going to understand it. Mm. And I think also asking the question suspends the judgment. <gasps> oh, I like that. So asking the question suspends the judgment. Yeah. Can you explain a bit more what you mean by that, Claire? Because you can't, because while you're asking the questions, so it could be like, what am I feeling now? right now what am I really feeling is that true what you're doing is you're concentrating on that feeling and making sense of it and while you're doing that you're you're suspending that judgment on it then because there is no judgment because you're still questioning stuff so why am I feeling oh. like that where does that come from there is no judgment there because judgment can't get into that point you know, it's if we're asking the questions, what we're doing is we're being curious, which we love. We love being curious. Yes. We're, we're being curious. We're finding out. We're figuring that out. So it automatically sort of suspends that judgment. Like that. Because you can't do both at the same time. You can start to once you've stopped asking the questions or if you've got the answer but you're not asking another question. So if you've got the answer, you, judgment can come in then. But if you start with another question, then it sort of, it kicks it back out again. It does, doesn't <laughs> it? Yeah, there's no room for both, as you say. I like that because I think that's, if someone is very judgmental, you know, mm. with themselves, that's a good kind of way to change it up, isn't it? Yeah. Is to think, okay, I'm, I'm, I can feel myself going into judgment Right, I'm going to ask a question instead. Mm. And I know it might sound a little bit contrived and a little bit kind of, you know, a bit clumsy even, but it doesn't matter. It's yours. You know, you kind of do with it what you want. It's much more healthy. You've got this healthy mindset going on because it's like going, right, what, what am I feeling? Am I really feeling this? Right, this is, yes, this is what I'm feeling. Judgment comes in, goes, oh, well, you might have known you'd be feeling that, you know, because you can't deal with anything, can you? That's not helpful. It really isn't helpful saying no. that. Whereas if you go, why? Why are you particularly feeling like that? There is no judgment there. And that's the helpful part. Well, why am I, why am I feeling like that? You know, what is going on? Is it from something in the past and it's triggered something within me? Yeah. Or is it actually you know that person was really mean to me so I'm allowed to feel like this you know so is that because I think that's where it gets to mm. so the questions could get you to that point and then you know your judgment can come and go well you shouldn't be so thin-skinned or something but actually you just go well and what's the reason behind that and so you're coming in with another question it gets you to really understand what you're feeling, why you're feeling that way. And the more you do that, you get into a habit of doing it. Mm. And you'll be asking yourself, and you may not know straight away. And I think that's the key with this. So if you question and question, but you get into the same point, then it's a case of maybe you, you need some time. 
yeah it'll come to you i think and that what that leads you into as well is that you're acknowledging and that you're accepting that emotion so you start with the question and then you're spending time with it really aren't you yeah so when we often talk about being with your emotions or you know accepting it Mm. it's often hard that feels very abstract yeah it's like well how do i do that you know and i think the questions will kind of take you to that place quite naturally won't they and because then you start to kind of be with it as you're questioning it Something that I found helpful was to sort of, um, I almost have a little dialogue in my head where I'm kind of, you know, if there is an emotion, particularly it's a recurring one, a recurring mm. feeling, or, you know, I'll sort of, oh, hello, you're here again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just just have a seat over there. I'm yeah. just doing some questions at the moment. You know? <laughs> so I can imagine this little cartoon, you know, I've got lots of things like things are in rooms in my head, you know, and kind of it's like you've got to you've got to go in the waiting room. But that's you know, good. Along with actually, judgment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And judgment can stay there. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a long way to go. Um, put it in one of the queues at Disney World or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually what you're doing there is you are you're acknowledging that emotion and that is really, really important because it's important to appreciate our emotions because our emotions are never wrong do we know that say that again Claire our emotions are never wrong oh now that's really interesting isn't it because we do tend to think about things in that kind of um, oppositional sort of state don't we of kind of something is either this or it's that you know it's right or it's wrong Mm. so our emotions are never wrong no oh that could be a real sort of I feel a shift already in my own mind. That's really good. Just hearing you say that. I, I, something that I've learned, you need to say, you need to keep saying that to yourself. Because if it's, if you have the idea that that emotion is wrong, what you're doing is you're stopping this honest communication with yourself. You're stopping this, well, and with others, but you're stopping the communication from being free-flowing in your head. Mm-hmm. No, our emotions are not wrong like you started they're giving us like susan david said they're giving us data so they're giving us information that is informing us of something that then we either need to put in place we can stop happening we can do more of you know that we have choices from that yeah but the emotion is never wrong so whatever you're feeling, it's never wrong. So for example, so what, I, what I want to say within that is, so if you're feeling hurt because somebody said something to you, you are a, your feeling of being hurt isn't wrong. It might be what they've said to you wasn't meant that way, but the emotion of feeling wrong isn't. Ah. so what you can then do though is obviously ask yourself some questions and then that enables like so if it was me and you'd said something and I felt hurt I can then ask you the question that what you said made me feel like this is that what you meant and then that opens that communication honest communication between me and you yeah for us to and then if you did mean it well then fair enough then I'll still feel hurt and that's okay because, you know, it was mean. Not that you are ever mean. <laughs> this is just obviously an example. And then 
if you didn't mean it that way and I've took it that way, it enables me then to reevaluate that feeling and go, oh, okay, well, I don't need to feel hurt then because that's not what was meant. So the emotion can go away then. So that's why I say our emotions are never wrong because they're telling us something's gone on that we need to acknowledge and they're supporting us does that make sense it does make sense yeah i think it's yeah that's really kind of i don't know it's, it's sort of blown my mind a little bit that <laughs> you know and, and, and you know we're, we're we're kind of like living and breathing this stuff you know on a daily basis we but we're always learning from it. Yeah, and that's we? what I love about it. And I think that's the thing, you know, you've mentioned, uh, you know, Susan David's book there, you know, Emotional Agility, which is a fantastic book to sort of dip in and out of. Um, and it reminded me again of another book when we were talking before about emotional vocabulary earlier. Um, there's a really good book, I can't remember the author's name, but um, and we've reviewed it on our, um, on our website. Um, it's called The Field Guide to Emotions. Um, but, you know, I think even people who write these books, even people who are kind of living and breathing this stuff on a daily basis, even people like us who are working day in, day out with clients, you know, who are kind of like helping them to discover, you know, more about themselves and their own well-being, there is always something new to learn. Mm. And I think that's part of this for me. It, and that's actually quite what can help is that, it is an ongoing process. You're a work in progress mm. continuously. Yeah. And actually, rather than this idea that like, oh, you know, I should be or I shouldn't be mm. a certain thing or experiencing certain things or doing certain things by a certain point. You know, and it reminded me as well of like, you know, when you're saying emotions aren't, our emotions aren't wrong so often I've said to myself I've heard you say it I've heard other people say it to themselves I shouldn't be feeling this way yeah oh yeah I, I can hear myself saying it mm. in the past yeah definitely well, and, and like to me like if I just stop for a moment and just press that pause button I shouldn't be feeling this way whoa yeah we've got all these kind of throwaway phrases haven't we that we give to each other that we give to ourselves Without really stopping and thinking for a minute, you know, that's so loaded, isn't it? It's so judgmental. I know. How, where are you supposed to go from there? All as you are doing is beating yourself up. Mm. There is nothing helpful in that statement whatsoever. I shouldn't be feeling this way. And that what that does is... It, it puts that, it puts a barrier there. It it's does. A block. You're absolutely right. What I'm imagining, you know, I'm thinking about my rooms analogy. Yeah. It's kind of like I've gone into a room now and, and that door's shut and it's locked and I'm stuck in there. Yeah. Okay, so it's like I shouldn't be feeling that. So so what do I do now? Because this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. And you've got nowhere to you go shouldn't with be it. Feeling, yeah, you shouldn't be feeling that soon. Yeah. But, but I am feeling it. <laughs> so, yeah, so then it's kind of like the weight of that. Yeah. It's huge, isn't it? It is, because if you're in that locked room, you've got nowhere to go. You can't get any help. So what are you going to do? All as you're doing is you're going to stagnate there. Yeah. That's going to impact. And actually what that will do is that room will stay that way. And in the future, something else will happen. 
and it'll go in that room and something else will happen and it'll go in that room until breaking point, which we all know, you know, I've shoved things in the closet, done it before now, <laughs> shoved all of it in there and suddenly that door won't close anymore yeah. and it'll come bursting out. And then when it comes bursting out, that is when we usually go into a bit of a mental health issue because we're not in a good frame to be able to deal with it it's massive because we've been ignoring it for so long and we've been denying it for so long and I think that's the big thing so this is why acknowledging your emotions appreciating them for what they are getting curious about them asking yourself questions these are the key things because otherwise what you're going to do is you're going to start off with a frog that is going to grow into Godzilla Whereas you could deal with a frog, put it in a pond, let it have a swim, let it do what it does and let it live happily. Shut it in a room, turn it into Godzilla. It's going to bite your head off, isn't it? There you go. That's my analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you've combined the rooms and the frog Godzilla. It's true though, isn't it? It's kind of, you know, we're not attending to it. We're not allowing it to be, you know, one of our three Bs. So just to kind of recap, we're asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. And through that, that helps us to acknowledge. And I loved what you said about appreciate the emotion, even if it's one that we don't really want mm. or we don't like. Because actually, for me, what I've learned is that, you know, if I'm kind of taking the, the, what you might define as the, the not so good stuff with the good stuff, that's reminding me that I'm a fully feeling human being. And I'm really grateful for that. And it can, I mean, this bad stuff, it just reminds you of all other stuff. I mean, we both know, we've, yeah. both, we've both lost parents, yeah. you know, so that, that sadness, that, you know, that overriding grief mm. that we can feel. But that also means we've been loved. Yeah. Loved beyond measure. So it's sort of like, you can't, you can't deny them because they always give you something and it's really important. So actually appreciating your emotions because if you didn't have it, you wouldn't be learning something. You wouldn't be knowing something. You maybe wouldn't have had something that, you know, is really precious to you. Exactly. It's the contrast, isn't it? It's the light and shade. It's the yin and yang. It's, it's, it's life. You know, yeah. it's kind of, it's how life is. So we're asking questions. We're acknowledging and appreciating. We're remembering that. Our emotions are never wrong. Okay. Never. And we're using that curiosity that we're really big on at 3B. Getting curious about the message that the emotion is offering to you. I like that. It's offering. So it's offering something to you. Even if, you know, you're not quite sure what it is. And what that does, that curiosity is it helps to interrupt your current emotional pattern. So we were talking before about being stuck and feeling like there's nowhere to go. Well, actually, what the curiosity does, what the questioning does, is it just kind of helps to sort of stop that thought pattern, replace it with another, and interrupts that current emotional place. The curiosity about the message that this emotion is offering to you can also potentially help to solve the challenge. 
Because what you're doing is you're giving some space to it. So instead of pushing it away, instead of resisting, remember what we resist persists. You're actually giving some space to it. You know, you, you're kind of... So and in that space, you've got the potential to sort of solve the challenge. Solve the, solve the problem, if you like. Solve that from maybe happening again you know you might kind of prevent that same thing from occurring in the future because what you're actually doing is you're being curious about the message that it's offering and you're giving space mm. so you're making time for it you're allowing the frog to swim in the pond yeah without thinking it shouldn't be there or without putting it somewhere else yeah definitely and yeah i mean we're big on curiosity anyway yeah. we always think that is really helpful being curious but yeah all of the things that we've looked at I think are really key I think there's another stage to this then as well that really can help is so if you can remember a time when you felt this in the past Mm. what that does there's two it's twofold really so it can remind you that you got through that time Mm. and I think that's a really helpful way of thinking about it it's a healthy mindset way of thinking about it So I keep using this word healthy mindset because it's one of the things that we use very often. It's the things that we do we're putting in place that enables us to have this healthy mindset, which is where we can problem solve, where we can deal with things. Having a healthy mindset supports our mental well-being. So that's why I keep talking about that. Yeah. So if we know we've gone through it before we know we can get through it again because we've got through it last time so we know that there is going to be an ending and very often we have felt these kind of things before to some extent in in some circumstances there may be the odd one that we've not but most of the time we can always think of that what it also enables you to do is go well did did i handle that in the past and if so how did i handle it Mm. now if you did if you thought you'd handled it, but actually you maybe didn't handle it in a way that was helpful or supportive, well, you already know one way of not doing it then. So it oh. also gives you that, doesn't it? Yeah, so it's actually kind of, it's like you're going on a little reconnaissance mission, isn't it? Sort of in your mind. I thought you were going back to your flow chart, but <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm liking this. Carry on with your reconnaissance well, mission. Well, no, it's just kind of, I'm, I'm on this, I'm, 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 I'm finding out, aren't I? Yeah. I'm discovering sort of what, okay, so what happened in the past? Was that helpful? You know, this is how I reacted last time. And this is what, this was my response. Okay, so I can rule that out. And I can kind of think about other possibilities then, can't I? Other well, potential. It's like your your house with all these rooms. Yeah. So it's like you're walking down a corridor and you've got all of these doors. But actually, well, you've been through door one and two and that didn't work. So you know you don't have to do that. Yeah. You don't so have you to repeat that. Exactly, you're not we, having to repeat. When we're on autopilot, when we don't stop we do. and think about these things, that's what we end up doing. Yeah, yeah, and we can get then, it's stuck, you know, in that room or yeah. it takes too long in that room. So it, it enables us to then look at other rooms that we've maybe not tried before and there may be tools and techniques in that room that actually help us. Or... Maybe, you know, in one of the rooms, there was one thing... Actually, that part of it was helpful, but then nothing else. Well, that's okay, because you can pop into that room and grab that one thing, but then try it with something else from a different room. Oh, I like 
So I've got, this is just reminding me of escape rooms, but actually (laughs) it's, it's helpful because it's all about, we have this, you know, we have all of this in our, in our minds. We have all these rooms with all these resources. Mm. We just need to tap into them. That is all we need to do. I think what that does is it, it sort of builds all this stuff. It's making it, the more we do it, the more that we practice it. These things then become part of our our default setting, don't they? Yeah. Rather than our, I don't know, what we may be currently experiencing, which is either panic, overwhelm, stress, you know, judgment. Yeah. We have the potential to replace all of that with something really resourceful, really useful. And this is what we mean when we talk about working with our emotions. It's kind of we're using it to our advantage, aren't we? Oh, yeah, because they really can. If you are feeling, you know, anger, then that can cause you to implement something that maybe you wouldn't have done. You know, these people who are fighting for our earth, mm. you know, who are saying we need to do more recycling, we need to we need to support our, they're angry because things have been done to the earth that shouldn't have been. But that's enabling them to yeah. stand up they for what they believe is right. That was an extract from our radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. You can listen in every Thursday between twelve and two on HCR. FM or online on hcr923fm.com